Do you hear that? Stop. Listen for a sec. That's the sound of background noise, and it's starting right now. You're listening to Background Noise. Thank you so much for tuning in today. As always, super stoked for today's episode. I'm sitting down with Lawrence Maxwell from PEI, a country artist. But what I thought was really interesting is I feel like there's a lot of like poetry in your work as well. Because I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about it in a couple of minutes here. But the first song I found was actually just like a spoken word poem. It was called Me. So I'll go a little bit, like I said, into that afterwards. But I always like to start the show off with just letting you tell us about yourself, your music, you as an artist, kind of your little shtick there. Yeah, so thanks so much for inviting me on, Tora. My name is Lawrence Maxwell. You're right from PEI. And I think you kind of nailed it. I, I do really enjoy the country music genre, and that's kind of where my voice tends to fall. But poetry is is a big part of my life. I discovered Leonard Cohen right around the time I started doing my own writing. So I was just taking walks through the park with books and, and, you know, I'd, I'd come home to the guitar and, and try to put some stuff together. And I, I was lucky to kind of have some friends who were really involved with the music scene on PEI here and kind of just open the door for me to get in. And I, I started a little bit later. I was 19 when I picked up my first guitar. So I, I felt like I had some catching up to do, but one area I thought that I could contribute was in writing my own songs. So that was something that I felt gave me a foot in the door. And yeah, from there, I put out three albums. I had my most recent album, Ballad of Miles, came out just earlier this year. Yeah, I've been I've been very blessed to be associated with such a wonderful community here on PEI, but also looking forward to kind of branching out further next year and in the coming years to share my music with more of Canada and, and more of the world as much as I can. That's awesome. You know, I'm really glad you mentioned Ballad of Miles because that's where that spoken word poem was kind of from. And I did want to talk about that album first as well because I also really liked the cover art on that one. I thought it was really cool, really interesting. Why don't you go ahead and just tell me a little bit about that album, kind of writing it, putting it together, and then that cover art as well. Yeah, well, I guess I can start with the cover art itself. Um, the idea behind that, so I work with my my friend Aiden Searle. He's worked on every album that I've done so far, and he's just, he's such a great person, but he's also such a great designer. And I know he's, over the last few years, he's gotten very busy with some big clients, but he always finds the time to work with artists. And I had the idea about just having, like, my face kind of as the front and center, not like in some weird way, but it was just to show a little bit of the uh, the passage of time because the album's called Ballad of Miles. So I kind of wanted to see what he would come up with if he could make me aged about 10 or 15 years. So that's kind of where we started from was having this like illustrated older version of myself. And then surrounding me, there's like this kind of like a 60s psychedelic burst of all these images and very colorful. Um, I wanted to kind of reminiscent of like a Jimi Hendrix era but with some of the lyrics that were in the song. So there's there's pictures of birds and beer and, and trucks, like some country music things, but there's also like the random lyrics that I have, like buffalo and crocodiles and all this kind of stuff and, and meat. Like there's a there's a raw steak, I'm pretty sure, on there too. So it's we, we just had a lot of fun kind of going back and forth with ideas and, and he just knocked it out of the park. So yeah, that's, that's the artwork side of it. And I guess the creation side of it in terms of the music, I... I don't know. I just always feel like I need a purpose and having an album lately for me is just always, it keeps me on track. It keeps me focused and like on a good path in life. So I think 
the songs kind of come to you when you're on this journey, when you put something out there, you want to do this thing. I, I think that you're kind of rewarded sometimes when you just pursue that. So a lot of these songs came from uh, a period during the pandemic when I picked up running. So I was clearing my mind quite a bit and kind of writing songs and whistling on the trail and then coming home and, and trying to come up with some tunes. So yeah, it was a kind of a accumulation of, of the last couple of years and what's been going on in my mind. There's some love songs in there, uh, you know, with, with the relationship that I'm in and there's some reflective songs from, from previous experiences and just some, some wacky uh, out of the box type songs kind of in tribute to some of my idols, like, like John Prine and, and those kind of fun storytellers. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. Now the, the one that really stuck out to me because I was on Spotify and I was listening to, it was a random I want to say just maritime music playlist because I was searching for artists on the East Coast. I've been felt like I was stuck in Alberta for a while because that's where I'm based out of. And Meat was on that playlist. And now it's just like a spoken word poem. Play it in a couple minutes. It just, it really stood out to me. And then, of course, when I listened to the album as a whole, it just popped out even more. So why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit about that and your choice to just have a spoken word poem on an album. Well, yeah, I think I, I really like the albums that have uh, characters and different uh, sketches that kind of happen. I find like a lot in hip hop albums, they'll have sometimes these character skits and things. And I don't really see as much of that in, in country music. And uh, I, I just wrote this, this piece called uh, Meat whenever we moved into our apartment here. You know, there's some local references. Like I talk about Johnson's River, uh, to Clyde River and Fort Augustus and stuff like that. So kind of like Fort Augustus is where my my family comes from. And then Clyde River is where I live now. So I just kind of, you know, I talk about moving around a lot as a kid, kind of in an indirect way. Like, uh, and it, it just kind of was one of those things that just appeared. And I just kind of followed where that train of thought was going. And I, I knew it would segue into the title track, Ballad of Miles, once we got into the studio. And I kind of set up this, this airy atmosphere kind of behind it with these with these with these uh, synth pads and whatnot so it just kind of became this middle part of the album that was like a transition into the next half of the story so it's you know miles for me is kind of this character that i can kind of put my emotions into that might be a little easier to come across if it's a character than if i say it myself and i think that meat spoken word was kind of like that palate cleanser that allowed me to to move into that territory cool well let's let's play that and then i'll play another song right after it's called fruit flies because that was another one one that had a little like spoken word part in it but also definitely kind of had that story and character element to it and it's also a pretty funny song or story when you listen to it all the way through and get to the end but i won't spoil it let's spin meat and then fruit flies well, I took a rocket ship from Fort Augustus to Clyde River one night. Got there faster than a dog's jaws could bite, a squeaky chew toy thrown up into the air. Spanned three generations on my way over there. And I've moved so many times I've run out of fingers. I'm on my seventh toe, don't you know? These old memories still linger. And I'm done going to funerals, because they're never awake. There's only so much hurting that one man can take. And I try to be funny, I try to be true, and I'm trying my hardest to be myself around you. But it don't mean a thing because talking is cheap if you can't hunker down into a deep winter sleep. I left my bag in too long, now my tea's oversteeped. 
My welcome's overstayed like, well, meat that's been left on the counter for over a week. God damn it, it reeks. These little poems always seem to get me through, and I've bitten off more than two people could chew. But it's nothing new, I just followed the train, choo-choo. Hey, thought, please refrain from using my brain as a punching bag. That's how a man goes insane. Wait, please let me explain. CDs out of the trunk Oh, but Spotify has left me dry Now I can't even afford to get drunk So I guess I'll take my pennies And buy myself a cake Cause that's just as much as this young buck stands to make And I've played my share of barrooms I've played my share of streets I'll play my share most anywhere For a place to stay Something to eat I've sung for several thousand But I'll sing one just for you Just ask that one guy in Moncton Who came through Life gets pretty hard But you'll get by After all, it's only a ride Find a song to sing And let that sucker She 
listens to the songs of Johnny Cash on Sunday morning. He cooks eggs and makes another promise for the bathroom floor. She rolls her eyes, he tells her, baby, even when you're mad at me, I see you smiling back at me. Your lips defy gravity. He wages war on the fruit flies every 4th of July. She's too tired to cry. And the porch light keeps on flickering. They just keep on bickering, distracting from the life they never lived. Now it's I told your souls and look at what you did. He drives to work most every Monday in his 06 beat up Hyundai. She just sits at home with the lights and TV on. Now it's commercial breaks from medication, showcase showdown, dream vacation, getting old for having children, drywalls not getting filled in. And takes the first responder She tells him use the driveway Cause the neighbors won't say nothing There's something to be said about Minding your own damn business Sorry He wages war on the fruit flies Every 4th of July She's too tired to cry And the porch light keeps on flickering They just keep on bickering Distracting from the life they never lived I told you so, so look at what you did Now at this part of our story The husband returns home And in classic country cheating song fashion Catches the two of them in the act Now it's fair to say that under normal circumstances You'd think our main character would be irate Hell, that's what I think too But this ain't no ordinary story, friend, you see He's actually taking it well Closes his eyes, takes a deep breath. He thinks back to something his daddy told him when he was just a boy. Son, if you can't beat him, join him. He wages war on the fruit flies every 4th of July. She's too tired to cry. Now he's taking turns with both of them. Love just keeps on opening. Thank you, Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This Monday afternoon sure turned out nice Then he reaches underneath the bed Pulls out a revolver and shoots them both dead The end You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show For links to episodes, playlists, and more We are back Thank you so much for listening to Background Noise. Today we're sitting down with Lawrence Maxwell, a country musician out of PEI. We just listened to Fruit Flies. Now, I picked that song because it kind of reminded me of me in a way and that I had kind of that spoken word part in the middle that, that broke it down and literally said, and in this next part of the story. And it really made the song itself sound a lot more like a story. And it was really funny. So why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit about that story. Yeah, I can tell you where I was when I wrote it, um, but that might be all I can tell you in terms of the motivation behind it, but I'll kind of explain what happened. I was living in Halifax, Nova Scotia at the time. I had moved there to kind of pursue the music scene a little bit. And um, I, yeah, I just started writing this song and it kind of, again, was this character who got a little bit too comfortable in his relationship. And, you know, I, I can kind of see that when I look around sometimes at people who might have lost the spark. And that's kind of what drew me into this character was that he lost the spark in his relationship and the person that he loved, but he didn't quite notice it. 
and she was looking for love. She was looking for that spark elsewhere because she did notice it. And I think he kind of grew comfortable. And, you know, the whole idea was that she was she was finding uh, other people on the side. And eventually he came and he he discovered what was happening. And it was such a shock to him that uh, uh, he decided to. Well, he had a few options, I guess. And I didn't know what he was going to do, but apparently he wanted to join in. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's been a little while since he was that excited. So I think initially it led him uh, into joining. And then I, I guess another emotion overcame him. And, and he decided that uh, he needed to destroy the thing that uh, he just partook in. So it it's, uh, it's kind of just this weird, wacky story. But again, kind of inspired by, yeah, the, the spoken word pieces that you don't hear as much of. I know in country music there are some songs that have that spoken word kind of breakdown verse or something. And I just, I was always drawn into that style of, of conversation. It kind of took it from this emotional song into like this conversation. And I, I just, I just love to, to play with that form. No, it really, it's a lot of fun. And I think it's a lot of fun to listen to as well. And something else I noticed in this song is there spoons in it? Like that like light clicking sound? Because when I was listening to it and it almost sounded like there was a little breakdown with like the spoons, I was like, oh my God, did he put spoons in this song? It's actually uh, Josh Langell, my drummer. It's it's him just kind of like imitating that sound with rim shots on a snare drum. But yeah, no, the way that it's it's kind of mixed and everything, it does make it sound like spoons. And that's kind of like the, the feel that we're going for, for sure. I like that. That's awesome. Very East Coast. <laughs> yes. And you know what? That something I really like about East Coast style music, especially the country, is it does have, I feel like anyways, a very distinct style and it's very fun. And you hear it a lot in your, uh, I think it was back to Cape Breton. And that was a very like upbeat, almost like I just wrote down the word hoedown. Like it just, it made me want, it made me want to just get up and just celebrate. Like I, I really liked that song. We'll actually spin that one in a couple minutes. Why don't you tell me a little bit about it first? Yeah, so the idea for this one, um, my friends and I, we we go to Cape Breton on this camping trip. We've done it a few times, and and during the pandemic, there was one summer that we just weren't able to do it, so we we stayed at my friend's cottage here on PEI instead. Just based on that experience, I just wanted to go and write a fun song, kind of like an ode to my friends and the trip that we take, and it was it just kind of started as, as this fun little ditty that I'd play for that group of people. And uh, then I had this idea just to, to take it to the band. We, we got that Cape Breton fiddle on there and we just turned it into a bit of a toe tapping barn burner kind of song. And it was actually funny because we released it right before the virtual ECMAs, which were supposed to be in Sydney, Cape Breton that year. I feel like the timing was was just right for that to get like all the East Coast people together to kind of enjoy that song. So that's a fun one. And it's it's one that I love to play live because it's just that high energy kind of feel good East Coast song that just yeah, it really it really kind of represents this part of the country and and, you know, all the beauty that we're surrounded with here. And just to be able to share that through the song is is a special thing for me. I think you absolutely nailed the vibe. You really did. Let's spin that one. And then when we come back, I want to talk about your friends a little bit because you sent me a couple songs. They were really good. Both PEI artists, I do believe, as well, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. Okay, cool. Well, let's spin back to Great Britain. And then when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about your friends. Every time I'm stuck out in the rain Every time that lightning carves the sky Overstepping all the precious real estate that's in my mind I'm going back 
Bricks in a cast iron, almost planning her read time. And I've been skipping the job bank, dipping the river to the campfire. One of these songs gonna make it big. Hot dog, big rig. Lawrence Maxwell, HBO, and coming through. Get the guitars going. Let's go. I'm going back to Cape Breton in my mind. Back to where the sun and moon both shine. It's Listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. We are back. Thank you so much for listening to Background Noise. I'm having so much fun today with Lawrence Maxwell, a country musician out of PEI. Now, we just listened to Back to Cape Breton. That's a song about going there with his friends and kind of celebrating that. And you sent me some songs from some of your friends here, fellow PEI artists. So I want to talk about them a little bit, and then we'll play it after. But first, Autumn Rain from Shane Pendergast. What a beautiful song. Like, that one is just, when I listen to it, like, it's almost like breathtaking, and it's just, it's beautiful. Yeah, Shane is, he's been a friend of mine for a few years now. He was uh, studying in Toronto at film school, but he's always been involved in, in folk music and his family has a big lineage here on PEI, the Pendergast family, playing at Kaylee's and different functions over the years. And and Shane kind of, I, I heard him for the first time at this place in Charlottetown called the Craft Beer Corner, and they had music there one night. And I went out with a friend of mine, and Shane was playing, and I'd not heard of Shane before. I just was kind of blown away by his voice and the tunings that he was using on his guitar and the lyrics and just... It really, to me, captured PEI in in a in a way that I hadn't heard from someone from my generation. So I think Shane is kind of like a torchbearer in a way for PEI music. That's how I kind of see him. But he's also a good friend, and and you know we're going to England in January together to take part in a showcase and just be able to like share those experiences and and to enjoy each other's company and music is kind of what the community for me is all about. And yeah, the song Autumn Rain, the one that I sent you is just one that really, when I heard that, it's like, 
you kind of forget that you know somebody when they when they write a song like that it's like they become not human in a way but then you you go and you hang out with them and you're like oh no they're just a person but they create this beautiful work so yeah shane i'd recommend anyone who loves folk music if you like anything from the east coast or you just want to try something new i'd definitely recommend checking his stuff out well we're definitely going to check his stuff out in like i don't know maybe like a minute after we talk about just in time partially because i i really like his name now i don't know if it's intentionally a pun or his name is actually just in time but i love it and we'll also play from him if it takes all night but first why don't you tell me a little bit about him and about that song yeah so justin he's been a friend of mine for a while again and whenever i first started getting into music he was he was in that group of friends that was that was just hanging out late nights um drinking smoke and playing music and that was like that was our life for a little while in in some sense it still is but it was, it was definitely a wilder time like in the early 20s and uh justin you know we, we've kind of both found our own direction musically um, but he also is the lead guitar player in my band so he's very much involved with all of my music so most of the songs that you hear is going to have justin's fingerprints all over it i just think his style of guitar playing is such an unexpected beautiful mystery like whenever you get into the studio with him if you just give him some time and space he's gonna play something that you just would never expect to hear and it's just the perfect thing so i think that's where his like gift lies is just to be able to sit with something and to just really absorb it and immerse himself in it and just to create something that you just are blown away by and you see that in his own music like it's it's great to see him putting out his own stuff now and to just be able to celebrate that with him I just I just can't wait for more, you know. That's awesome. No, I definitely I definitely know that feeling with sometimes you just want more. I have met so many great artists through doing this podcast where they've kind of like mentioned, "Oh yeah, I I'm, I'm probably going to put out another album." I'm like, "No, please do." I I want so much more of what you're putting out. Like it's not it's not even a want anymore. It's like a need, you know? <laughs> you know. I feel that. No, it's it's so true. It's like when someone has that effect on you, I know like everyone has their own people that do that for them, but you're right. Like you just, you just want them to, to keep producing and keep releasing. And that's why it's so great. Like when you can go out and support these guys, like whether it's at a show or you're, you're listening to their songs or you're just, just encouraging people to keep going with it. Cause it can be frustrating sometimes like as an independent artist and just to get that encouragement from your friends and from people in your community. And then, it keeps building like that's that's the biggest driver that kind of keeps everyone going it's truly awesome it really is let's spin the autumn rain from shane pendergast and of course if it takes all night from just in time and then when we come back i want to bring it back to you a little bit and let's talk about some of your earlier work Down the window pane, gray, solemn sky. Watch the season die. Not the man that he used to be. Take a look, it's plain to see. He seems so tired. He's uninspired. It's an autumn rain. Lost souls are swirling around in 
on the floor, shaking leaves to the ground. Eyes dead ahead and his collar flipped up. Turning inside and the going gets tough, it's an autumn rain. Last sun clinging like a dying leaf. Each lonely day is a little more brief. Big clouds looming in a swollen sky. A highway gleaming with the devil's smile, it's an autumn rain. Chance to start again, heading to the plow. Half frozen down. He's been trying to reap what he sowed. Once swore he'd yield a hundredfold. Claims unfulfilled. Land never tilled. It's an autumn rain. Lost souls are swirling around. Wind down the blow, shaking leaves to the ground. Eyes dead ahead and his collar flipped up. Turning inside when the going gets tough. It's an autumn rain. Sun clinging like a dying leaf. Each lonely day is a little more brief. Big clouds looming in a swollen sky. A highway gleaming with the devil's smile. It's an autumn rain. The rain is gone and the sore was sealed. Wiper scraped on a dry windshield. Back on the Keeps on running away from the herd. His old house sinks into the dirt. Seasons go round. Leaves turn to brown. It's an autumn rain. Lost souls are swirling around. Wind on the blow, shaking leaves to the ground. Eyes dead ahead and his collar flipped up. Turning inside on the going gets tough. It's an autumn rain. Last sun clinging like a dying leaf. Each lonely day is a little more brief. Big clouds looming in a swollen. How we gleam with the devil's smile tonight Talk to the great divine Tell her what's been on my mind I'd Say I stole a pack of gum When I was three, man, that was dumb I'd mention you and turn her on To places that my heart has gone Maybe she forgive me for my sins I'd ask her questions as they pass Like why does life go by so fast What the hell are we even doing here
Listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. We are back. Thank you so much for tuning into Background Noise today. I'm sitting down with Lawrence Maxwell, a country musician out of PEI. Now, we just listened to a couple songs from his good friends there, Shane Pendergast and Justin Time. Definitely go check them out on Spotify and Instagram. They have amazing work. They really do. But I want to talk a little bit more about your earlier work, because I always like to ask, of course, about the first song that I could find 
on either your Spotify or, or your Bandcamp. And in your case, it was Not Your Outlaw, a single released in 2018. And then you do have that titled album as well that came out a little bit later. But why don't you first tell me about that song? Yeah, so this song was kind of a, a big turning point for me. In fact, the whole album was, but uh, the song kind of came about in a few different phases. It didn't all happen at once. There's kind of three three sections of the song and kind of three different experiences that led to it. The first part of the song is kind of a, a reflection about my own, I guess, like self-sabotaging tendencies. You know, sometimes we get down on ourselves and we might not be uh, looking after our best interests and not showing ourselves the love and compassion that we deserve from ourselves. And that's kind of like what what started um, the song. And then from there, I, I look at that relationship in terms of sharing that with another person and how beautiful that can be, but also how that can not always work out. And and that was kind of the the second phase of, you know, getting out of yourself a little bit and being able to share that with somebody. And then the third section kind of touches on this, this love of the world and society and kind of your place within it. And, you know, there's one particular moment in that song. I, I talk about this vision that I had of seeing this, man and this woman that were sitting on a bench and he puts his arm around her and all this time that this was happening it was as though the picture was moving uh but it was it was also still in this frame the way that i was kind of seeing it and then their faces were aging as the motion went on almost like a movie and it just kind of made me realize like it kind of tied everything together like the first two sections about loving yourself loving another person and now like loving the universe and the world as a whole and then it just yeah it just kind of like paved the the road to the album that really gave me like uh, a purpose in my life that I, I really needed at the time and just yeah it was it was just so beneficial for me that's beautiful thank you so much for sharing why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit more about that album itself where did you go about recording it and then as well i know you have like a whole band behind you why don't you go ahead and tell me how does the like musical components of your songs usually go together yeah so i'm not your outlaw we recorded that one between the years of 2017 and 2018 i just kind of every time i got money i would just throw it towards recording because i didn't have like a big lump sum i was like oh i'm ready to record this big project but every time i had some spare change i was cleaning cars i was like a detailer and i was doing some odd jobs i worked as a bartender for a bit and just any money I could squirrel away uh, once I decided to do this project, I just would get into the studio, maybe do a song or two, and we just keep chipping away, chipping away. I didn't have a band at that point, really. I just had friends that were in their own bands and were their own musicians that I was hanging around with. So we just piecemealed a lot of that together. Like, all right, you two play guitar and we'll just, whatever takes kind of work the best, we'll use some of yours from this one and we'll use some of yours over here. You know, you to play drums, John, and oh, Luke, you can play drums on this one. And Oh, Justin, you want to try bass on this song? Like it was just totally, everything was thrown together. But we worked uh, at the at the Hill Sound Studio with Adam Glant, who was just amazing to kind of take all of these pieces that we were throwing at him and to just like streamline it and distill it into the parts that it was kind of meant to be. And then from that experience, it really influenced how I went about writing and recording because I got a I got a chance to look at how an engineer would look at a song versus a writer 
And the way that I, I looked at my own writing kind of was influenced about how I would go into record after that. So I did the second album with more of a consistent crew, with more parts that were established. And then for the most recent album, Ballad of Miles, we kind of were able to track a lot of it live off the floor, just the five of us with the established band and capture a lot of that energy from us just playing together and then overdubbing, you know, the other instruments or kind of vocal parts that we need. Cool. Well, let's listen to a couple songs off of Not Your Outlaw. And then I think, unfortunately, always my least favorite part of the show, we have to start winding it down when we come back. But we're going to talk about your latest song before we do that, because it's extra fun. And then I have an extra fun surprise for all of our listeners that I'll tell you about that. But first, we'll listen to Not Your Outlaw. And then I think Stumbling Sailor off of that album. Ironically enough, I stumbled trying to say that.
shot you've got See you at the bar Sniff his life away Thought with his heart and love with his brain They don't test for no cocaine But it still never bothered to call my name I can still taste the water when I hit land You're a nice looking lady, would you hold my hand? Still having some about a red dirt road I'm a stumbling sailor on his way back home Moon keeps rising, water stays still Nothing in my pocket but a hundred dollar bill Colombian women say I'll be a rich man Cause I've passed at the chance of a one night stand I'm a stumbling sailor on his way back home Got one, and I'm calling shotgun when you throw me a beer. And the AC reminds me of the highway behind me. All the races I lost when the coast was too clear. Daddy's third heart attack, gold banded Cadillac. This one's a keeper, we know that for sure. Too slow and too steady. Too few and too many A close-minded teacher Who opened the door And I quit drinking whiskey When I finished that last song Some people want me To start it again Wish they could see me Wish they'd believe me I guess I'll just show them In a future breakdown Sun 
gets muddy Heaven breaks open Here's to hope that an angel will fall But I'll just take what's left of my bones that aren't broken Build me a man who will answer the call You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. We are back. Thank you so much for listening to Background Noise today. It has been a great episode. You've been so much fun to talk to, Lawrence. But before we go, I always like to lead the listener with one more song, but we did the episode a little bit backwards today. Normally, I play your latest song first, but we're going to save it till the end because it's a Christmas song, Christmas morning coffee. So why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit about this and kind of your decision to write a Christmas song. So this one, I actually wrote this a couple of years ago, and it just survived in my phone as this voice note. I did share a clip of it when I wrote it um, on Instagram and and some people were kind of resonating with it, but I just never thought too much of it. Like it wasn't really in my plans to release a Christmas song. And then sure enough, this year I was looking for ideas in my phone about maybe what direction to go next. Cause I just put out the album and I stumbled upon this song that I'd uh, almost forgotten about, but I, I definitely remembered it because it, it spoke to me in a way that it was kind of like I was holding the hand of my eight year old self in a way, because the the theme, you know, it's a, it's a heavier theme for a Christmas song. It talks about my parents um, separating when I was a kid and moving on in life, but also having some people that were very close to us pass away and how Christmas was kind of like, it was a beautiful time, but there was also some pain in, in those memories of, of the people and what the unit of the family used to be. But I, I just got into the studio with the band and I just, I made it happen really quickly because I knew I didn't want to wait once I had that that fire lit under me where I was like, oh no, I do have to share this. So we got into the studio and again, I just, I wanted to kind of make the whole experience like as memorable as I could for for everyone. So it, it was the song, but then we also recorded a video and then it just, it seemed like all the money that I had saved up, I was like, oh, I just want to put it all on this instead of like waiting until I find out the next album. I was like, this is important to me right now. And I just want to put everything I got into into sharing this because I feel like there's a lot of people that can relate in their own way, uh, especially nowadays with with blended families and you know the loss of loved ones around the holidays is just such a heavy time, and it's not always the the holly jolly view that we're shown uh, in in TV and movies and stuff. So that being said, like I said, it's a heavy theme, but it's a very hopeful song in my eyes. And yeah, I'm just very excited to have it out in the world and. You know, every year now it can it can be shared with people, you know, which is great. So Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. And of course, sharing all your other songs and stories. It has been so much fun 
to chat with you. It really has. Before we play Christmas Morning Coffee, though, is there anything else you would like to add for the listeners? I'm... I don't really have uh, much else to promote other than, you you know, you can check out the music video for this song as well if, if you like uh, the story behind it. And other than that, yeah, I'm just very grateful to be able to do what I'm doing and to share that. Thanks so much for having me on tour. It's been great to talk to you too. So appreciate it. Cool. Well, we'll spin this. But before, the super fun surprise for all you guys. So I did release a Halloween episode back in Halloween, but that was kind of unintentional. I just came across the band Empanadas Ilegales. They released the album called Creepy Mambo. It all just sort of fell together and it was kind of a vibe. However, this time I planned it a little bit better. I came across a country artist who has a ton of Christmas songs. So next week, it is a full Christmas episode. I'm not gonna tell you who it is because I never spoil that one. But if you want a full Christmas episode, make sure you tune in next week. But before that, here's Christmas Morning Coffee from Lawrence Maxwell. It's just the three of us this Christmas. Call Santa on the radio. He's got a few more rooms to go Be asleep by then At least we'll pretend There won't be no paper on the doorstep All out Christmas cheer How'd you pull it off this year? Year's candy tastes just fine. Daddy asks us how we're doing Christmas morning. Coffee's brewing. There ain't no such thing as tradition. Two homes don't make it better. Days won't last forever Hold on a mama's smile Might not see another for a while When will we learn to love December? Looking down and I can't keep my own eyes off the ground Daddy asks us how we're doing Christmas morning Coffee's brewing Yeah, Christmas morning coffee's brewing Song on the pine. 
That's a wrap. Thank you so much for tuning in. I had a blast. Join me again next week. I'll have a fresh Canadian band. We're going to make some new noise. It'll be great. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to playlists, episodes, and so much more. See you later.